Hello, this is Susan Marie and welcome to The Human Condition, a conversation with you based upon everyday observations, all this experience made simple. You can catch these on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and please rate, subscribe, connect, and share. Most things I speak of are linked for further study in the data section of the show. Today, I wish to speak with you about lessons I learned from a sparrow. Birds are interesting creatures. I adore them so. Thankfully, I live around varied wildlife. However, the birds simply astound me. Every morning I'm greeted by birds. They flit about, landing on my balcony, hovering in trees on branches, gathering atop chimneys, swan diving off the balcony and choosing to settle in the crawl space in my bedroom ceiling during cold weather. Those are the starlings. I do not mind this at all, nor do they cause any damage. I enjoy it. I can hear them up there scurrying about with their little bird feet trying to stay warm in frigid temperatures. They sing to me and talk to one another and I hear them through the ceiling and that brings me peace. When that first occurred years ago, I thought, you are finally going stark raving insane. Not so, I think. Observing wildlife this morning, birds specifically, brought profound existential realizations. We are not separate from nature and wildlife as so many humans think and feel. In fact, we are a mirror of nature itself. I've always felt this way. However, most do not. Today, this was proven to me. Let me explain. I live in a park-like setting. There are Japanese maples, elms, oaks, ash pine, and cherry blossoms, to name a few. There is one particular tree, an adolescent among the rest, where all the birds attempt to take control of daily. Sitting here now, watching them as if a thunderbolt struck my right temporal lobe, I thought, the birds are doing exactly what we do to one another in society. I watched all the birds present, coopers, hawks, sparrows, starlings, crows, and blue jays, and noticed that only certain birds were on the balcony rail or in a tree at the same time. The coopers hawk is typically in control of everything in this microsphere, unless the hawk snags a baby crow, then all the crows go after the solitary hawk. In turn, the crow is then in control when the hawk is not present, so far as going after squirrels and bullying other birds to remove themselves from the tree or balcony. The starlings are in control. They come in flocks and take over whole trees and my balcony all at once. If another bird happens to fly on the rail or on a tree branch, the starlings make sure that bird removes itself. I saw two starlings snuggled up with one another on the rail and then one pecked at the other. A single blue jay hopped up onto the rail and the starlings chased it away. Blue jays are not birds that easily give up either. They can be quite aggressive. The blue jays are new this year. They live in one pine tree, an entire family. There are about five of them right now compared to 20 or so each of sparrows and starlings. And today was different. Today, I noticed something quite impressive. The sparrow is able to move within all the birds and critters. I was watching the tree that all the birds attempt to take control of. It was full of starlings. The crows were strutting about as they do, flying from one tree to another and cawing on the ground. But the starlings and blue jays were vying for control of this one tree. One blue jay flew into the tree, then another. When two were there, the starlings dispersed. Another blue jay flew into the tree. They had control of this tree. Then the starlings gathered around and all of them flew into the tree, chasing away the blue jays. The sparrows remained in the tree throughout this fiasco. Sparrows are always there on the balcony, the rail, in the trees, with squirrels, blue jays, crows, and starlings. 
not the hawk. I saw the hawk carry away a robin and a small crow once. However, the sparrows are not out and about when the hawk appears. They hide deep in the thorny bushes where the large hawk cannot fly into. Smart. Meanwhile, all the other birds are out there flitting about trying to control everything. Sparrow is a small non-aggressive bird compared to the others, but that is not why the sparrow is different. The sparrow exhibits the middle way. You see, the sparrow is concerned about now, collecting food, making nests, gathering what is needed for existence. The sparrow is not concerned with control. The sparrow is mindful. The sparrow is able to communicate and be around all species, birds and critters without being a threat. I have yet to witness any creature attack a sparrow or cause a sparrow to leave. I have never witnessed a sparrow being aggressive towards another living thing. To me, the sparrow represents those of us in the world that do our best to walk the middle way. The other birds represent those of us who have no control and attempt to take and gain control of others or those perceived as weak. Observing birds this morning, I witnessed all of us, society everywhere, pecking at one another, attacking each other, trying to control one another. Then I witnessed the sparrow going about its day not bothered by the chaos of the other birds. The sparrow is not affected by this repeated game the birds play, the games that we humans play. The sparrow, to me, is by far the strongest bird of them all. And today, I learned lessons from a sparrow. It's a metaphor for humanity, for everything that is occurring in our world right now. I know you've probably read of pain through growth and suffering and of how trauma and crisis allows our self-efficacy and resilience to shine. There's another form of thought, a Buddhist one, called the middle way. Taken from Jack Kornfield's book, The Wise Heart, the middle way describes the middle ground between attachment and aversion, between being and non-being, between form and emptiness, between free will and determinism. The more we delve into the middle way, the more deeply we come to rest between the play of opposites. When there's neither going forward, nor going backward, nor standing still. To discover the middle way, try to be mindful and let things take their natural course. Then your mind will become still in any surroundings, like a clear forest pool. All kinds of wonderful, rare animals will come to drink at the pool, and you will clearly see the nature of all things. You will see many strange and wonderful things come and go, but you will be still. And just like the sparrow, the middle way is a ground between attachment and aversion. I know it's much easier said than done, but next time you are thinking you're bored or there's nothing to do, if you feel restless, anxiety-ridden, sad, start looking out to what is by you around you, right in front of you, and at yourself. This is our lesson. This is our time. This is when the universe has lessons for us all. And before I go, if you can volunteer wherever you live in order to help those less fortunate than you or those with compromised existences, please do so. This is why we are here. This is our purpose. This is the lesson. Please join me next time for interesting conversations and check out the last episode on resiliency and self-efficacy. Stay safe and healthy, people. We got this.